everybody loves a movie. I mean, everybody loves a movie. Movies challenge us. They change us. They move us emotionally. They entertain us. They educate us. They even push us to be better people. But, you know, I, I love movies. And they just, there are so many great movies, though. And I thought today we would do something a little different. Today, I want to just have a little fun, right? With all the great movies out there, there are amazing things to take away from it. My name is Brent. I am the Fallible Man. and Welcome to the Fallible Man podcast. You're home for all things man, husband, and father. Today, I'm joined by my friend Dave from Common Man OCR. Hello. This is not Dave's first time on the show. And if you missed, we did a double header with Dave on technology and children. And guys, you need to go back to that video and check those two out. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it is some seriously important information if you are raising kids in this day and age. And so you really need to get back and check that one out. But, you know, thanks for coming in. No I know this is kind of short, short notice. Not a problem at all. I'm, I'm not a. I, I'm not a real nice friend. I, I pop things on people too often. So. Hey, Dave, what are you doing this afternoon? Let's do a podcast. Fantastic. <laughs> all righty then. But, you know, I was thinking about all the movies that I love. And, and Dave can attest, I'm, I'm a movie nerd. Uh, <laughs> I, I have. That's true. <laughs> so many movies, and I've, I've moved them around, man. I'm old enough. I had hundreds of VHS tapes, then I had hundreds of uh, DVDs. I had to actually build new shelves in my home to. I remember that. Uh, hold all my DVD collection and now I'm digitizing everything and I just love a movie but I was thinking about it right I mean we we throw out one-liners for movies all the time we all remember these great quotes just like it may be the best part of the whole movie sometimes and so I thought hey let's do something a little different today we're going to go with the five best quotes for men out of movies So guys, strap in, grab your cup of coffee. You know we can't get through a show without one, or at least I can't. He's more of a tea person. Be sure and head over to Patreon if you believe in what we're doing here at The Fallible Man, trying to help men be better and encourage them. You can support us there, and our supporters have direct input onto our shows and the content we're doing. And uh, we're going to roll the intro, roll the intro, and we'll get started. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. Here, I'm going to lead off with, this is actually one of my favorites. And if you're a regular on my channel, welcome back. You guys know I'm a father of two little girls, so I've seen like every kid movie imaginable at least off the major like Disney, Pixar, uh, what's the other one? So, Disney, Pixar, and uh, comment below if you know. Yeah. I don't um, know. <laughs> so I, I've seen all those and, and probably a whole lot more that didn't even make that cut. Uh, and if you're new here, by the way, thanks for joining us. It's nice to have you. We're glad you're here. But one of my favorites is keep moving forward. Have you ever heard this one? Keep moving forward. I heard just keep swimming. <laughs> keep moving forward. Just, I, is it from, that's from Rocky? No, it's from Meet the Robinsons. Never seen it. It's this uh, little Disney movie that did not hit a bunch of fanfare several years ago. Um, 
I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't look it up off the top of my head. I, I want to say it's like uh, 2015 ish, but it didn't hit the fanfare uh, fanfare of some of the really big Disney movies. But it's uh, brief synopsis. No spoilers. I promise. This kid gets. Ad- he lives in this orphanage and he just wants to be adopted. And this kid comes out of nowhere and he's a time traveler. And he tells the kids, like, I need you to save the future. I need you to go back with me. And, you know, of course, this orphan is just delighted. You know, somebody wants him, right? But this kid who grabs him, he has to, ends up meeting this kid's whole family. And, like, the whole family just keeps saying, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. And finally, the kid is like, what does that mean? And the boy who asked him to come back to the future with him was like, Oh, it's, it's my dad's favorite slogan. And his dad's a famous inventor or something, right? Well, what not everybody who watched the movie actually knew was that's the condensed version of a Walt Disney quote. They built the whole movie around it. But it's a condensed version. And I actually, I, I wrote it down. Forgive me if you're watching the video. I'm ha- going to have to look to make sure I don't quote it wrong. Walt Disney is famous for saying, around here, however, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward, opening up new doors, and doing new things. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. But they can listen down to keep moving forward for the movie, of course, because that's a mouthful. But to me, for men, it is actually an incredible mindset to develop. Um, I think it just... I, I tried to break down things that were just, I, I, if you guys listen to our podcast, my podcast, I'm not eloquent. Um, I'm not the most well-spoken individual. I'm not the most educated individual. I like simple, clean, and clear. And keep moving forward is just a quote that all of us can really identify with as men because it applies to everything. This idea of just, continually going forward and not being held back and not uh, stewing on the past and not letting things bog us down, right? Just just put your head down and keep moving forward and you can achieve what you'd really like to achieve. Makes sense. All right? What do you think? I, I look at um, another movie I look at to the same context is uh, – is it Rocky Five, where his son comes up to him, Rocky Balboa? If you haven't seen the video, maybe Brady could give a link in the, in the comments. It's like but, Rocky Seven. Or... No, it's Rocky Five because he has to go against Tommy. He goes against Tommy. He goes against Tommy Dreamer, the the blonde guy. Oh no! And, Sorry, I was jumping forward to the yeah older ones. Okay. Yes, and uh, his son goes, "You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this." And he blames his father for his lot of life because he's living. His son's idea is, I'm moving in your shadow. Mm-hmm. And Rocky's like, you know what? You take the hits and you keep moving forward. You get knocked down. You get up and you keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And I don't have the exact quote, mind you. But it's um, it's something we call in the technology field, we call the growth mindset. You are going to fail. You're going to fall on your head. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to get pushed down. But the idea of getting back up and keep taking that next step, whether it's your health, whether it's your, your family, your job, etc., is so important because if you don't take that next step, if you don't keep moving forward, as you say, you're going to get uh, 
you're going to get stale. You're going to stop. You're going to not move anywhere. And you're going to stagnate. Stagnate. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. You're going to completely stagnate. And uh, that being said, we're all going to have that problem. We're all going to run into that eventually. Uh, it's also nice to have brothers in arms who will, uh, shall we say, kick you in the behind. That goes back to our, our first race we ever did in 2016 back in Tough Mudder in, in Whistler, British Columbia. What was I thinking when I proposed that course? The toughest course were in my exact words. The what toughest course thinking? in North America. I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. And I'm whining like a five year old with a broken toy. And at one point, I my shoe comes off in the mud, and I sit down, and I'm crying because I can't get my shoe. And you're like, okay, dude, just 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 shut up. Puts my shoe back on me. And the words you said, and I don't even remember exactly, but it was to the idea of, dude, get back up, keep moving forward. And I did. So that was the beginning of uh, just keep swimming for you. Yeah, that was that. Those, those were the exact words. <laughs> that was it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I jogged around you, just out of reach for the next mile or two, going just keep swimming. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I do remember that. Piece. And you're like, I'm going to beat you. It's like you have to catch me first. I don't want to catch you. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. But I mean, all those. So I, I love the Rocky quote because I, I, I grew up on Rocky. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I think uh, some of the, our younger audience may have missed some of the early Rockies, but Rocky's just a great series, and there's a lot of great quotes that come out of Rockies, and that's one of them. If you're a younger viewer and you've missed Rockies, go watch them. I highly recommend that. that. That's like just a good hard Saturday, just, man. Just go do it. <laughs> get, get a pizza and some beer, and just that, that's a good solid Saturday. A um, root beer if you're young, young. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, all three of those movies, whether it's Dory saying just keep swimming or Rocky saying, Get up and keep going. Just, just keep moving forward. Okay, those that's that's movie quote number one. That's from Meet the Robinsons. Go see that. If you have kids, go watch it with them. It makes it more bearable. It is kind of a cute, quirky little show. It's a little weird, but I think I might need to see this movie. It's it's Disney. <laughs> it, it was fun. You can come out and watch it with the girls. Oh, they cool. love that one. That'd be cool. So number two, Dave, you're number surprising two. me with number this. Number two, okay. This he wouldn't tell me ahead of time. So this is actually two quotes. And they both are going to satisfy the same the same idea. But it was from Batman, 1989, Jack Nicholson. What kind of a world do we live in where a man dressed up like a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. And I'll tell you in a minute. Just, just trust me. Trust me here. Trust me. I'm, I'm just waiting for it. The second quote was from 300, where um, the Spartans are meeting another army. And I don't exactly have the... the um, Persians. Does that mean? Persians. Thank you. And um told you I remember all this. <laughs> Leonidas is asking, you know, what do you do? And the guy goes, I'm a farmer. I'm a this. I'm a that. And uh, you'll see this in Spartan races quite a bit. Leonidas is like, uh, talks to his army and, Spartans, what is your profession? And the entirety of the Spartan army says, Aru, Aru, Aru. And the reason I say that, uh, the reason I bring those two quotes up, look at the character of the Joker <clears throat> in Batman, right? Mm -hmm. Joker's out for himself, period. That's all he cares about is himself, his wants, his desires, his criminal mindset, his criminal goals, whatever. Look at the quote for, uh, from 300 where Leonidas is asking these guys, what do you do? Well, I'm a blah. I'm a blah. I'm, 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 I'm. But he asks his army, what's your profession? And they all shout the same thing. This idea that life isn't about us. It's about serving others, about being part of something bigger than yourself is quintessential to a, being a man in today's society. 
And the reason I say that is we look at <clears throat> people that are just out for themselves don't get very far. They don't they don't get uh they don't get really far in life, they don't really have a fulfilling life. It's just mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm gonna get mine and get out. It's like, well, you don't you're you're really happy in your life. But if you're taking uh, you're taking your life to serve others and be there for others and, and so forth, it becomes much more fulfilling and the world becomes a better place through that. Um I know those kind of those quotes are kind of weird, but <laughs> that's kind of what I extracted from that is I was, say, I, was, I was waiting for it to come around to try and understand. It's my favorite Jack Nicholson quote of all time. <laughs> I, I just thought you were taking cheap shots at the Joker since you know he's my favorite character. No, no. I really love the Joker. But I, that particular quote got me thinking of he's out for himself. So don't live a life like that. Look at the camera. Okay. <laughs> we suck at YouTube, guys. So This is the first time I've had a video, microphone like this. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this on the video, sorry now. So I'll, I'll get there. We let off with uh, yeah, keep moving forward. And you went with it's not really a quote, but a mindset that comes from a quote. Right. Of It ain't about you. It's not about me. Everything's about me, don't you know? No. It's my channel, man. Come on, it's all about me. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> hey guys, if you're getting something out of this. Be sure and leave us a like down below and sound off in the comment section. We want to hear from you. We're going to roll on into number two. Or sorry, number three. three. We're on number three. I can't count. We're on three. So I, I, I will now admit. So I actually did research for this show. I, I do try and research my shows. And you're I, saying I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, just rely on my memory of movies. Because I thought, well, you know, someone's probably thought of some of these ideas, so I should see what other people thought were great as well. So, in full disclosure, this next quote, I've never actually seen this movie. But I read the quote, and I went, every man in the world needs to hear this. And it's not just every man. I, I, I think every individual in the world needs to hear this. So, the quote is from the character Megan Price, played by Melissa McCarthy in the movie Bridesmaids. And the quote is, you are your problem, and you're also your solution. Yeah, I'll take that. You're your pro- you are your problem, you're also your solution. Hmm. What's your take on that? I, this, this to me is, like, like I said, I think every individual needs to hear this, but I think uh, since our main audience is men, and I'm, I really do care about you guys, being the best version of you guys. And that's why I try and do this show and I hope you find it helpful. And I think all of us need to take this to heart because whether it's, if you've been on this channel long, you know that we're about incremental improvement, just consistent incremental improvement. Well, whether you want that pay raise at work or promotion, whether you want a different job than what you have currently, whether you want a more healthy life, right? Like a common man OCR, you're trying to take control of your health after years of being a uh, IT worker, right? Whether you're trying to put on muscle or lose weight, whether you're just trying to be a better husband or a better father, this is, this is everything. You are your problem but you're also your solution. 
only you have control over any of those situations. If you want that job, go get the job. Put in the work, go get the job. If you want the raise, leave no question in your boss's mind that you need a raise because you bring that much value to the team. If you want to be healthier, whether that's weight, uh, whether it's strength or weight or just in general healthy living, right? Because being healthier couch. is good. Yeah. That's all on you. Get off the couch, man. This is a podcast, not just a video. So you can listen to it in your headphones while you work out, by the way, on all platforms. But guys, you are both. Uh, I've heard it said you are both your worst enemy and your best friend. Are that worst enemy and your biggest supporter? I, I don't know. I, I heard it, I've heard it said other ways, yeah. but it's the same concept, right? Yeah. What What do you think? Well, the the idea that you could you can only control what you can control, but you can control something. So, to give you an example, the the job scenario, right? You may not be able to control what the interview committee thinks of your resume, your interview skills, whatever, but you can go do the work, give it your best shot. You may not control your heredity. Like, I can't control my heredity. I can say that word, really. Um, but I can control getting off the couch, eating correctly, uh, or eating semi-correctly. There's always little cheat days. Uh, like, I had one today. Um, but um, uh, you can control how many hours you spend working out, how active you are, etc. So you have some semblance, some parts of your life that you can have very good and direct control over. It's not anybody's fault except your own if you choose not to have that control. Well, while you can't control what an interviewer thinks of you, right? Because we've both been on both sides of the table for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we we <laughs> actually just hired a new team member and just moved him uh, to his new shift after training and stuff. And so I, I've been through this on both sides of this table a lot of times. And you can't control what they think of you, but you can do the work. To build it up. So maybe your resume is not good enough. Maybe your skill set is not high enough or well-developed enough to get that job that you want. You control that too. Get online and find resources. There are tons of free resources. I mean, my goodness, you can learn how to build nuclear arsenals on the internet these days. That's terrifying. You know, YouTube <laughs> is the second largest search engine in the world. Still terrifying. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Behind Google, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the entire world. It's owned by Google. I know. Okay. But it is actually considered separate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is actually what a lot of people go to YouTube for, is to find out how to do things. And I mean, I've done it. I've, I've pulled my phone out to figure out how to change a part of my car that I've never changed before. 2018, we're on a mission trip up to Juneau, Alaska, for you, youth group and I. And I actually went to YouTube to find out how to replace an alternator on my Ford Excursion. My dad's like, you did it? Like, yeah, it was a YouTube video right there. Oh, well, that's uh, YouTube's pretty cool. <laughs> so, guys, I mean, if you're if it's not good enough, no one starts out good enough, but you are in control of whether you raise yourself to that level. And that's what I mean by that. This reminds me of a discussion we had when a certain person with a certain Shut up. hairdo I know decided <laughs> to go into IT for a living and told me he wasn't good enough. And I said, dude, go learn it. And what'd you do? You learned it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that cheerful note, guys, we're going to roll to our sponsor, and we will be right back with you. Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. 
head over to www.thefallibleman.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at The Fallible Man or at Fallible Man on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our Attitude Swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. All right, guys, and we're back. Thanks for sticking around with us. And we are on to number four, Mr. McCarter. One of my favorite movies is Ready Player One. No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, oh dude, it's, it, it's, it's so chock full of like 1980s nostalgia. I mean, just the whole movie. It's, it's, it's really, to me, it was a really cool movie. Um, but at the end of the movie, the character Og says something to the effect of, you know, the Oasis was never supposed to be a one-player game. And kind of the, the tidbit I uh, wisdom I have from men coming out of that is a lot of times, um, you know, we as men, of, I can do this myself. I, I've, I got this. I can do this myself. You know, I, I don't need anybody's help. Um, and life is not about being a one-player game. Life, sometimes you're going to, like we talked about before, you're going to fall on your head. You're going to fall on your tail. You're going to get knocked down. And sometimes you need help. You need somebody to bounce an idea off of or um, to grab your hand and pick you up out of the muck, uh, like when we're racing. Um, <clears throat> and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you less of a man because you chose to accept help. In fact, it probably makes you more of a man because you chose to accept help. Um, I mean, heck, I, I we took uh, our youth group into a Tough Mudder back in 2018, and I remember getting <clears throat> getting in the mud mile, which is six pits. They're all what six feet deep, something like that. Yeah, at least. And it's and there and there's these walls are straight up and down, right? So now let, let's make that accurate. The hole is six feet deep. It is the mound of mud between the holes. Is another three to four feet above that. Oh, not, well, the ones we saw weren't that bad in Seattle, but um, I, I, I've been in those. Yeah, I know. But so I get into the, I get into the first hole, and then the youth group they're they're getting you know they're, they're going pretty well, and I'm slow, so I'm like the last guy ever team there, and I hop in the first hole, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting I'm getting out of this. We come you know Hades or high water, and these two hands come down, and one was from Danny, and the other was from Lexi from our youth group, and they were there to pull me out of the mud, which. My, they, would, they looked at me and said, Dave, you want help? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they pulled me out. All, you know, however I, much I weigh, they pulled me out of the mud and they made sure I got out of every single hole in the complete mud mile. And it was awesome. And I see people around me that were just not accepting help. Oh, no, I'll get out of it. I'll get out of it. And they would go up the wall and fall back on their backsides. Life was never meant to be a one-player game. You're not meant to get through life just by yourself, only you, nobody else. Learn how to accept help. Learn to be humble enough to accept help from others. We're actually rolling along pretty good. I'm going to throw out one extra quote that I, I have pinned in as a backup, but Uh-oh. it's just too good not to share. Is it the one I think of? The one, th- the one I'm thinking of? Guess you'll see. Huh? Sort of little green guy? No. No? No. We'll get there. You're going, Maybe. To, you're going to surprise me. Okay. No, this this one was, this was off the books. This isn't in the notes. Oh, no. Um. So there's a movie called We Bought a Zoo, which is based on a true story about a family uh, – the man and his wife and are his son and daughter by a zoo his, his wife dies from terminal illness and he just needs a change and he wants to get his kids out of the city 
they're depressed, they're having problems. And so he found, finds the perfect house and then finds out it's a closed down zoo. And the caveat of buying the house is you take on the zoo and the animals and everything else. Um, it is a based on a true story. In fact, the family that actually still owns the zoo is in a couple of the group shots oh, at the wow. end of the movie. But it's this great movie and it's got uh, Jason Bourne. Oh, uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon in it and Scarlett Johansson. And it, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a good family movie kind of thing. Uh, I watch it with my kids. It's, it's one of the movies that doesn't annoy me to have to watch. And But one of the things he says, right, the main character is he's telling his son, because the son's having girl issues, he's like, you know, a guiding principle in my life is this. Sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of courage. 20 seconds of courage will fix most of your problems in life. And his son's like, 20 seconds of courage? He's like, 20 seconds of insane, outrageous, over-the-top, all-out courage. And... I'm going to have to go back to an officer for a story on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does. So he actually relates the story to his kids later when he explains how he met their mom. Because he was walking down the street one day and was walking by this coffee shop and just saw this woman he was instantly attracted to. And he was just like, there she is right there. I mean, so close I could almost touch her. But she's so gorgeous. and, And he said, so I thought to myself, 20 seconds of courage. See, he goes over the door. Now he's in, the, he's in the dining area of this coffee shop. And she's right there. And he's like, and I still have 15 seconds of courage left. So I walked up to her at the table and looked down at this beautiful woman. And said, is there any reason in the world why a woman as amazing as yourself would even bother to talk to me. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Okay, that's kind of (laughs) cool. And I got to use that. She smiles at him for a second and says, I don't know, let's find out. Motions for him to sit down. I got to remember that quote. That could be a date. And and his son uses the same prospect to deal with his uh, female problems. Uh, They're like 12, 13-year-old kids, right? So puppy love kind of thing and just insanely like he runs up to this girl and he's he's, you can hear him as he's run up to her window he's like 20 seconds courage 20 seconds courage knocks on her window and she opens the window she's like what are you doing he's like i do love you i do really care about you i do want to be with you as he's standing in the pouring rain and she just lights up because she's thought that he is kind of pulled away from her at this point um but it's it's an incredible thought, guys, because it's really applicable to life. <laughs> Number five, you're gonna love this. Do you ever see the replacements? Uh, as a Keanu Reeves movie, right? It is Gene yes. Hackman and Keanu Reeves. Like an NFL strike or something. Yeah, or, yeah. I, yeah. I know you're not a huge football guy, and neither am I. But no, it, I, it's a I really like great movie. movie. Yeah. I'm more of a Great Iron Gang guy myself. Anyway. 
So if you haven't seen the movie, it's, it's about a football strike and these replacement players that they decided to play the season out with, even though the pro players are striking, right? And this coach puts together this ragtag team of... Yeah, Gene Hackman puts together this ragtag team of has-been and never-was athletes that he followed when he was still a major coach. And he gets into it with his quarterback because his quarterback kind of bails on a play last second that he called because he's afraid of getting hurt. And, you know, they get in this debate, and the coach looks at him and says, Winners always want the ball when the game is on the line. And to me, that I mean, I saw that movie for the first time years ago, back when it first came out. And that quote has stuck with me forever. Ever, ever since then, that quote has just been in the back of my head. And it's the idea of if you really intend to be successful, you want to hold your own destiny in your hands. You want to take control. You don't want somebody else running it. And I think that really applies to men. Now, guys, bear me out on this. This applies because if you want success, whether you want to get your life together, whether it's your finances or your health or a better job or whatever, you can't be a victim. You can't settle to have somebody else and say, well, it's their fault. Well, if you say it's their fault, then you don't have control of the situation. Uh, Jocko Wielink has a great book called Extreme Ownership and really presses the, the whole book is on it. You should read the book if you haven't. But the idea of extreme ownership is I am responsible for my own destiny. I am responsible for everything that happened. If I'm in charge and one of the guys I'm over starts to screw up, it's still my fault because I didn't train him well enough or I didn't instill the value of his purpose into him, him enough for him to bear it to fruit the way he should. It's on me. Likewise, that's what this quote is to me. And that's, that's how I understood the quote was, winners want the ball when the game is on the line. They want to have control. They don't want to hand it off to somebody else. They don't want to go with another option. They want to control it when everything matters. What do you think? I have to go back and watch the movie again to see what that that uh, quote was, the context of the quote. But the the idea of having um, you being in control when it really matters, I think, is like you said, vitally important, especially to men, um, because we don't. At least in at least in the developed world, the the idea of being a victim, the victim mindset, is is very prevalent. Um, I don't know if you see this in like a third world country or something, but you know, if you take a look at like, um, there's a show I've been watching from 2009, uh, called by any means with Charlie Borman. And he, he does, you know, these really long motorcycle trips. And well, anyway, um, going into these remote villages and in Indonesia, and if these people don't do what they need to do, if they don't get up and fish and whatever, and they don't take control of their subsistence, they don't eat. Their family doesn't eat. Um, they don't get to, uh, uh, you know, stay alive because they didn't take control of it. Um, it wasn't, uh, if it's raining outside, it's okay, fine. We have to go out and do it anyway. Um, if the conditions are horrible, well, we have to go figure out how to make it happen. 
And that's something we don't see a whole lot in, in the developed world because it's so easy to blame somebody else. Oh, I didn't feel like exercising Brent today because it was raining when I was going to go to the gym and I just didn't feel like driving in the rain. It's the rain's fault. Or it's somebody else's fault because this person lifts better than me or whatever. It's no, you need to take control of it yourself and go do, put on the work and get it done. It's kind of how I take a look at it. So we've gone through keep moving forward. And what was your second one? Oh, it was the... Confused um, me. <laughs> this is not about me. It's not about me. And then you are your own problem and your own solution. And then it's not a single-player game. Uh, we touched on 20 seconds of courage, so you got a bonus, guys. And winners... Now- Always want the ball when the game is on the line. That 20 seconds of courage wasn't fair, man. That explains my whole dating life or lack thereof. <laughs> so I need to, well, it does. It's true, man. I need to get more 20 seconds of courage so I can, you know, get married someday before I'm, you know, not here. Anyway. <laughs> now, there's a ridiculous amount of movies out there, guys. And it's not even possible to go through all of them. I, I mean, whittling it down to these were just almost painful because there are just so many great quotes. But I think these really apply to men specifically as far as they're really valid guys in your life. They're really important to you being the man you can be, right? You have so much potential and to live up to that potential, I think all of these are very valid. Um, now, as I was looking it up, like I said, there's a bazillion movies out there, right? So you have a lot of options. If you guys enjoyed this list, I want you to comment down below if you'd like to see a part two with Dave from Common Man OCR. We'd love to hear from you. If you think our list is wrong or we missed one, give comment, please. Give us let more us know, quotes. guys. You know, and smash that like button while you're at it. But comment down below and let us know what quotes we missed because these are honestly six of the greatest quotes that men could ever live by. Now we're going to leave you with one more because this is the ultimate quote. Go ahead. I know, I know you're dying. Mm, do or do not. There is no try. Mm. There is no great, greater quote for man to live by, guys. Yoda! Then going all the way back to Empire Strikes Back and the little green man, the important little green man, not Kermit the Frog. And not baby Yoda. And not, not baby Grogu. Yoda. Actual <laughs> Yoda. Uh, like this, my, my, a girl I did in high school, her senior class, this was their class theme when they graduated. Oh yeah. Was awesome. Try not do or do not. There is no try. And guys, that is the absolute truth. That is the absolute truth for men. So from Dave at common man, OCR myself at the fallible man, thanks for joining us. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. And we'll see you next time. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.